Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. You know, the big thing here is, and he's obviously been in practice for the last couple weeks. Um, he's with Joe Burrow right now. Joe is throwing to him when it comes to wide receivers. Charlie Jones, um, that's going to be something to monitor tomorrow. They have 52 men available right now, so they can activate him without releasing anyone um so it really feels like they've kind of left that open spot for charlie jones to be activated um i I guess i would be a little surprised if he i mean i know he didn't he wasn't activated for the game on sunday but you know it seems like there has been no setbacks with him um at practice so I i would think maybe he's activated tomorrow for the game on thursday maybe we all thought it was possible he was activated last week didn't happen but um, I don't know how much wide receiver he'll play if he does get activated. I see a lot of I – th- I think he takes over the punt return duty immediately, though, mm-hmm. and that's big. He was a really good punt returner when he was healthy, so that could help them in a game that I think we would both project to be very close. Uh, special teams could be a key factor in whether or not the Cincinnati Bengals win this game, so – would like to see him active. Yeah. So offensively, defensively, and, you know, the Baltimore Ravens are dealing with injuries too. Uh, we'll have a guest on later in the show to talk a little bit about what's going on in Baltimore, but this is an AFC North matchup. The last time these two teams played, the Bengals came back from behind and they fell by three points. Um, obviously everybody knows kind of how that game ended and it really felt like it wasn't the hundred percent Joe Burrow, but felt like he was towards the finish line. Then he tweaked his calf again, not as bad. And, and about, you know, a few weeks later, Joe was back to being Joe. So, um, you know, he even mentioned that in his press conference. He didn't have his full toolbox when he played the Baltimore Ravens in week two. So obviously the atmosphere is going to be intense. It's Thursday night football. It's on the road. It's an AFC North game. The Baltimore Ravens are coming off a loss. Very strange game to the Cleveland Browns, and they fell in that one. And then the Cincinnati Bengals, they're hoping to get back in the win column because they still have a shot at their division. I know it's tough. It's the toughest division in football right now. It's crazy what these teams are doing when you look at the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, their defense, credit to their defense for the way they've been playing. But overall, you know, this if Cincinnati wants to stay in the AFC North race, this is an absolutely huge game, and you want to get another AFC win, not only just your division win, but also they only have one right now in the AFC, and that stuff is extremely important uh, when you get down to the end in that conference play if you want to be in the postseason. So I'm not one of those 
this is a must win. The season is over. If they don't win, you definitely put yourself in a tough spot just because the AFC of the other AFC teams that are playing for wild card spots right now. And now we just saw the Houston Texans who honestly, they could have a shot to take their own division uh, the way the Jags dropped one to the 49ers on Sunday. So, you know, the AFC, I wouldn't say the AFC is tough. I just think there's a lot of teams that are in it right now. And for the Cincinnati Bengals, this is a huge matchup and one you want to get from your rival in the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I think that this isn't a must-win game, but if you're looking at for just the division, it probably is because if you dropped a 5-5 five and five and oh and whatever in the AFC North, 0-3, oh yeah, it'll yeah. be 0-3 in the AFC North, 5-5 five and five on the year. I mean, you technically could come back. You could finish 12-5, and five, and that might just win it outright and that'll put you at three and three because that's an undefeated from here out uh but you know it becomes very unlikely that they can win the north if they lose this game so it's not a must-win game because i don't think they're a team that needs home games in the playoffs i don't think they're a team that would struggle as a wild card team or that you know just throw them out if they're a wild card team they can't go to miami or baltimore or where one of these places and win a game i think they could and then they only ever host one game a year. So it's not like yeah. this is, is they go on the road for a lot of their playoff games. They did last year. They beat Buffalo on the road. Two years ago, they beat Kansas City and they beat Tennessee on the road. So that, I think they can win road playoff games, but they have to make the, the, the playoffs too. And I, I would like a home playoff game. That'd be cool. So I'm hoping they win this game. I think it's a not a must win. But uh, I think it is there if you want to win the division, then then you can consider it a must win. Yeah, you know, it's it's I, I'm right there with you. It was a lot of doom and gloom after the Houston Texans game. And I get it. I think the replay of the Tyler Boyd touchdown just was on loop on my timeline. Um, there were a lot of opportunities in that game for the Cincinnati Bengals. And there were opportunities for the Houston Texans to really kind of run away with that game. Uh, but credit to the defense for, for creating turnovers. And then obviously, you know, let Joe cook. He can, he can, he can change this game. They have to rely on him. And, you know, I know you went back and you watched the tape about throwing downfield and just explosive plays for this offense. And, you know, yeah, they're without T Higgins in this game and Brian Callahan talked about it recently. And, and I agree with you. I think you had a really good tweet when it talks, when you talk about Brian Callahan and we've said it on this podcast, I honestly like his honesty. Maybe sometimes he's a little too honest for people, yeah. but I love it. I absolutely love it. And you know what? He, he tells you exactly what's going on with this offense right now. And I think as fans, I can, I think people can appreciate that. I know how they criticize the play calling and everything like that, but you know, they, it was a little different going into this game. I, I truly believe they they probably didn't have a real firm grasp on if Jamar Chase was going to actually go on Sunday. And they were already without T. Higgins, and then Jamar could go on Sunday. So, you know, overall, when you think about this offense and, and what they're facing in the Baltimore Ravens, what I would feel like a really tough and almost – it sounds silly to call the Baltimore Ravens underrated. I just think the AFC North has a lot of tough defenses in it. But they're a good defense, even if Marlon Humphrey, who um, wasn't at practice today, um, it does look like he might be missing this game. But overall, with their defense, um, what do you think about this matchup for the Bengals offense if they're without T. Higgins and maybe Yoshi too? Tough to feel good because they haven't done a good job against the Ravens in this year or last year uh, offensively. Um, 
would love for them to just come out and be able to move the ball offensively. It's a very good defense. They've done a good job against a lot of teams. Uh, and I don't think the Bengals can replicate what the Browns did scoring 31 because some of that was funky with some turnover type defensive scoring. And some of it was also a lot of run run game. And we we've talked a lot about it. The Bengals aren't going to run the ball down the Ravens throat. You know, that's just, that's not happening. They can't do that against any defense. So they got to figure out a way to move the ball through the air against this Ravens team. And they just haven't really done that the past two years. I do think there was some promising stuff towards the end of uh, the game in week two. Was that Baltimore letting up a little bit when they were up or because I don't know if I believe that but maybe it was something that they'll be able to get to again. Um, I don't think that this Ravens defense is unbeatable. I don't think that there's something about it that's like, yeah, you just can't move the ball against them. I watched Joe Burrow and this Bengals offense do it in the second half of that game. They have to push the ball. They have to get to some of that stuff and work whatever was working. I think that's what I would think about with, this matchup is can you get the ball pushed through the air down the field? And they weren't able to do that in the first half of the last game, but they were able to do it in the second half. So whatever they did in the second half, you know, make whatever was working, you know, like get back to that. Hopefully T Higgins is there because he was big in that first game. Uh, Miss practice. I don't know how I'd feel like asking me today, how, is he going to play? I have no idea. Um, and with missing practice, that doesn't look great to start, but I think that would be huge for them. If not, got to work with what you got and they still have some playmakers. So we'll see. I don't feel great about that, but I still think on paper, they should be able to push to move the ball. They just, they haven't done that the past couple of years in this matchup. 